Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Heyo says N-O to Sami Zayn. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D. This is Chopper Pequinella. Welcome to the special Raw Review episode. It's not that special. Of the Wrestle. Say, what's Talk. special about it? I, I, was, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I just panicked. I thought I'd better say a word. It's special because it's the regular lineup it's... that we're supposed to have. <laughs> it's special because we didn't get to do it last week. <laughs> Welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast review of Monday Night Raw here on the WrestleTalk podcast channel. Please do press the subscribe button if this is your first time here and you're enjoying this content and the thumbs up button. Thank you so much to all of the brand new subscribers we've had come on board recently from our 85k update uh, a channel update video that we did. Yep. Because we are on our way to 85k and thank you to everyone who tuned in to Worst Match Ever mm. yesterday, the debut episode of Worst Match Ever. Been so looking forward to that going live. As soon as we recorded, I was like, can't wait till that's live. Yeah. Great. Particularly because as well, like I we've sort of fast tracked that as well. Yeah, like we did, I was yeah. recording and I was said to uh, producer Adam's like, get that out on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I want the first episode out on Monday. And then every Monday after that. Get it on my desk, stat. Um, but anyway, so thank you so much. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, maybe we'll uh, have a little preview clip of it after the Ultra Chats, because we've got, we've got the intro for it anyway, in oh, the back end. Nice. But uh, anyway, Pete, let's talk about this episode of Raw. Let's. Uh, I described this in my edited review as less of the road to WrestleMania mm. and more of a little stop off at Reading Services Eastbound for a Costa and a Greg's. <laughs> It wasn't. Not, we didn't take a step backwards. No, we didn't. Like, oh, WrestleMania's ruined. No, like, we didn't do anything bad on the show. No, it's just it was a nothing happening episode of Raw. It was. There were. I. I think there was grand total, like two out of push three segments that like. Okay, this is the direction we're going for WrestleMania, and the rest were like, we're continuing with this. Yeah, and that's it. That was the whole show. Ollie said to me, uh, "So what happened on uh, on Raw then?" And I said, "Well, um, 
as I predicted, mm-hmm. Finn Balor cost Edge the uh, the title match, so yeah. they're definitely having their match uh, at Raw. And you said, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So what else happened? I said, the Miz had a match with uh, Seth Rollins, mm. and he looked at me and was like, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> of Logan Paul. He was like, oh. Yeah. He said, what else happened? I said, Ask her out a match with Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. He went, why? <laughs> like, built up for Bank of Bel Air, isn't it? Yeah. He went, oh. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was the extent of the conversation. And like when I was writing my editor review, I was like, crikey, there's a lot of backstage segments here. It's like, yeah. this person cuts a promo, this person cuts a promo, this mm-hmm. person cuts a promo. A lot of chatting on this show. But yeah. it was also just totally fine. Mm. Like nothing bad on this show whatsoever. No. We'll say, though, this opening segment was awesome. So good. This opening segment was awesome. Because they opened with a video package showing you what happened at Elimination Chamber where mm. Sami Zayn let down the entire country of Canada by not winning the Universal Championship. Wah, wah. And then I wrote my notes here. Boy, I ho- sure hope Sami Zayn is on this show. Because I've been <laughs> yeah. burned before by Raw. They yep. showed me a big video package. Like, Bray Wyatt returned yeah. at Elimination. I was like, oh man, what, what happens next? He's not on the show tonight. Yeah. Oh man, Sammy Zayn did this big thing. He's not on the show tonight either. Mm-hmm. So I've been burned before. Mm-hmm. So they kicked off the show with Sammy Zayn. I was like, phew. <laughs> Good. Ask and you shall receive. Mm-hmm. He is here tonight. Yep. And I really liked this segment from two aspects. Mm-hmm. A, thought it was a great segment. B, it answers a lot of the questions that people had. Like, not even coming out of Elimination Chamber, but what mm-hmm. happened at Elimination Chamber. There yep. were people that were like, oh, it was so stupid because Kevin Owens didn't come out and help Sami Zayn win. Oh, it was stupid because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn didn't hug. Mm. There was like a lot of these, ah, WWE sort of ruined it or dropped the ball in these aspects of it. I even said a few of these on the, the post show that we mm. did uh, on, on Sunday where I was like, I really thought they would do the embrace mm. and the pay-per-view with a big angle. Yeah. Uh, but they addressed all of that in this segment here. And I, I thought that was a really smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like a smart thing to do. It was clearly that was the next chapter in the story. Yeah. And this was clearly like the plan they were working towards because Sami Zayn came out and took him a while to start doing the promo because people were too busy chanting Ole at him and chanting his name, which was awesome. It's also fine. Um, it's a three hour show. Yeah, kill kill as fine. much time as you need, That's Sammy. okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a little bit, I don't want to say awkward the way they got to it, but it was... They essentially really wanted to hammer home in this segment. Sammy's not challenging Roman Reigns, yep. gang. I've re- we really want to make that clear that Sammy's not going to be challenging Reigns at WrestleMania. Yep. So Sammy was saying, like, you know, I felt like I let everyone down and I, there's a lot of guilt because I didn't win. It was saying, finish the story. But, you know, when I'm surrounded by this crowd, the story's never over. And I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't going to be over then. That's great. And then he goes, but we are entering the final chapter. And I was like, who just said the story's never over? whatever um but i really need to talk to kevin owens and i was like okay this really feels like he's not going to be challenging reigns at wrestlemania they really wanted to make that quite clear yeah that he's not the cody segment later on oh, yeah. was very much a case of yeah by the way you guys yeah sammy we're not inserting sammy Zayn into a triple threat or no. anything it's very much it's cody roman yeah and they literally like when they were doing the preview for the cody segment it's like cody Rhodes is road to the wrestlemania main event <laughs> Cody's in the main event, everybody. Brackets like, without Sammy Zayn. <laughs> without Sammy in it. Um, so Sammy came out and he said he was he felt guilty, brought out Kevin Owens, and said that like he apologized to Kevin Owens and said thank you for helping him on Saturday, but then said, you know, I know it's been a lot of stuff between us. You've done stuff, I've done stuff. There's there's gonna be some stuff that there's no coming back from. And I understand that. I get that. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. 
And, you know, you've been trying to take down the bloodline by yourself for a long time. And you couldn't do it by yourself. And now I'm trying to take down the bloodline. And I couldn't do it by myself. But together, we could take down the bloodline. And Ko's just like, no. No, I'm good. Uh, which I think makes perfect sense. Because yeah. Sammy betrayed him quite a lot, actually. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. seemed to be happy doing it. Yeah. You know? Owen's justification for not siding with sammy here it's like it's the beauty of kevin owens as a character really isn't it because he's the only character that remembers things yeah though <laughs> <laughs> so, he doesn't remember all the times that he's betrayed people <laughs> <laughs> which is specifically so, as part of kevin owens's dna is that he turns on people and yet sammy turns on him he's like oh not never again it is worse yeah it's only really the worst yeah when people turn on him exactly yeah, but yeah i thought uh, kevin did a really great job in this where he was like look I didn't do it for you. Yeah. Like your family was a ringside. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, and I, I felt bad for them. So I came down to make sure that you didn't get too hurt. Mm -hmm. And that like was, I did at the rumble. Like I know? did at the rumble. Yeah. Like, you know, I just want to make sure that like, I didn't do this just because I and he even said like, I don't need an apology mm -hmm. from you. Yeah. Like I didn't do this for Sammy. I just did this for, for your family. Yeah. Like, and I've been fighting the bloodline on my own. And it's going to stay that way. Mm -hmm. Like it was, he, he's completely right. He is. In Kevin Owens's mind, not only is Kevin Owens in his own mind right, but mm -hmm. also in a way, like you can look at it from a character perspective and be like, yeah, no, he is right. Yeah. Like why would he just go right back to, you know, just trusting Sammy again? Yeah. Like it would take time to, to mend those bridges, you know? Yeah. Uh, and for me, like I was on board with the, the segment and I was like, okay, yeah, no, this this makes sense. Like I, I, I get where we're probably going. Sammy and KO versus the Usos, probably. Um I think that's for but, sure. This yeah. One, yeah. Uh, and I think the, the killer line for me was the final line yep. of this segment where Kevin Owen says, and look, if you want help taking down the bloodline, just go ask your buddy Jay. Oh. And then walks off. And it was like this Oof. real heart-wrenching moment for Sammy. Where, because in Sammy's mind as well, Jay is his buddy. He acknowledges mm, absolutely. Jay. It's not like it's this Darcy line of like this real like ha, like you, yeah, like you are you're friends with a with a baddie. Mm. Sammy's like hey, he is my friend, but yeah. you're also my friend. Yeah, and it's and Jay also has been a dick to Kevin Owens as well. Yeah, exactly. And like, like Kevin's like, how can you be friends with that guy when he's done all the things that he's done to me? You know, and it, we've I think people can relate to this. I'm yeah. sure there are people who have had situations like this where you're friends with someone who was also friends with someone else, and you just think it's a total knob. Yeah, and that person person is a knob to you and everything like this it, it's just really really wonderful i thought both of them were great in this segment mm -hmm. and it's the beauty of the owens zane relationship these forever friends who've been rivals longer than they've been friends yeah uh, they come they become to, they come together they split apart they come together they split apart mm -hmm. but a, even when they're apart they're always being drawn back together and yeah. we're, like when they do eventually have that moment where they do embrace again, it's going to be a very, very cathartic moment for us, the fans. Granted, like I think doing that in Montreal would have been magic because it's you know they're both from the area. It would mm -hmm. have been this magic moment. But similarly, telling this story where Kevin Owens is saying no mm -hmm. because you stabbed me in the back means that we can now build even further to that moment. And as yeah. you know, with Sean was pointing this out on the Fightful Post Show five six weeks mm -hmm. to build to mania we, sure we've got time yeah. to tell this story absolutely and i think as well like it's all well and good that you have the 
the luck, I guess, that Elimination Chamber was in Montreal. Like, that is a, a either planned or lucky turn of events, one way or the other. But you shouldn't shoehorn in beats of the story because it would be potentially better in a hometown. Exactly. You should take time to tell these stories, especially when it makes sense to take time to tell the stories. Don't just do it because it would be good at this time. Like, it would be great. If it wasn't in Montreal, none of us would be questioning this at all. And we'd be like, this makes total sense. This is amazing. But it's just because they had Montreal there, people wanted something different. Absolutely, yeah. And I think this, as a story, if you take the Montreal part of it out of it for a second, this makes perfect sense. A perfectly paced story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. And it is, for me, the only segment on this show that really furthered something towards mania because mm -hmm. i liked the cody rhodes segments mm. but it was more of like a sidestep yeah than it was like a step forward in the story between roman and cody for me it was just kind of more like a redirection so it's like we had like cody and sammy and paul and roman and like the usos all like kind of floating around it's like just as a reminder it's cody versus reigns yeah this is just a reminder that we're doing that so we're all on the same page. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very curious to know what people thought of this segment because mm. I know there were some people who were quite down on uh, the ending of Elimination Chamber, mm. not just the fact that Sammy didn't win, but also there was no big angle mm -hmm. there. So I'm, I'm very curious to know what people think. Like, I, from me, with, with the Chamber, I... I never thought that Sammy was going to win, but I did think there was going to be a big moment mm. on the show. So I can't, I got neither of the things. Yeah, really. yeah. And I, my, my overall takeaway was like, oh, how's, is this story actually, did this match move this story forward? And I don't, I could say that it, maybe it didn't, but this segment here very much did. Mm -hmm. And also, as you mentioned earlier, it's now branching us off down this path, which mm -hmm. is Sammy's not in the main event of WrestleMania for the title. But he is going to be going for those tag titles, which is what we've all, I think collectively we've all known. <laughs> we've all we've all accepted. But there was part of us that were like, yeah, but but what if? Though? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is as well, I honestly, I still don't know where I fall on the Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns Elimination Chamber match. Like I, at the time, I was like, it's a really great finish. I was disappointed that Sami didn't win because Sami's my boy. Yep. And just like the 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 fan part of me was just like i just want sammy to win because i think it'll be cool yeah. and i didn't know where we went from there i don't know if it would make sense or it would actually be good for the story i just wanted sammy win because i think it would have been cool uh and obviously he didn't win and i'm like it makes sense it's Reigns versus cody and like i i still don't know where i land in this like would it have been a good idea to have sammy win should they have just listened to that fan support and just gone actually I know we have plans for Mania, but we should we should change it for this, you know? Danielson it, effectively. Danielson it. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know what would have been spot and what not. I think I'm going to have to look back in hindsight, because I, I, I honestly don't know right now. I, I wanted to ask you, actually, because this is something else I've seen a few people discuss uh, on the internet, and Brian Alvarez had this argument on, on Wrestling Observer, mm. which is you could have just given Sammy, like, Sammy wins the belt, but drops it back to Roman say, you know, the Friday after or like a couple of weeks later. Mm -hmm. So you can still do Roman Cody, but you don't miss out on this on possibly once in a lifetime opportunity to put the belt on, on Zayn here. Mm -hmm. From my personal perspective, I don't buy that at all. I don't I, I think the more important thing here 
is that Roman's champion for over 900 days. Exactly. I think the second you stop that, and then Roman's just like, he's now had it for 15 days. <laughs> yeah. Is, is quite the step down, and I think it hurts the Cody story. Absolutely. It hurts the Cody story more, and it hurts the Roman character way more than... Oh, that what a lovely moment that was in Montreal. The thing is, to me, that's a very WWE mindset. <laughs> what a moment! Yeah, right. What a Doesn't moment, matter about the story. What a moment! And to me, that would have taken away from like like the moment that Roman gets dethroned should be Roman gets dethroned. That is it. You yep. know, like maybe he could have a rematch, but he should lose the rematch. You know, he shouldn't have a rematch. Uh, but like. That should be the moment where the bloodline comes crumbling down, like everything ends for Roman Reigns after that title belt goes. He loses everything. That should be the moment when Roman Reigns gets dethroned. Not, we're going to put it on Sammy because Montreal will pop really loud and we'll put it back on Roman and everything will be the same because it won't. Because one, it will retroactively tarnish that moment and it will harm the Roman Reigns character. I don't think it'll be a good move at all. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The um, I had another point I was going to make then that has completely slipped by me. Uh, maybe I'll come back to it in a second. But I'll tell you what, let's get into your ultra chats on this, your Usi chats on this. Please join the conversation, resttalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them above the five US dollar level. And you have got quite a bit to say about this. Crikey. People have got people have got some thoughts mm. on the uh, the Sammy thing. Remember like a couple of weeks ago when we had the, the trial of Sammy's oh, yeah. episode and we spent the first hour just doing that? 
that happened on the Elimination Chamber review. Mm. First first half hour was me and Ollie just talking about the match and you know what happened and everything. And then the second half hour was us just answering Usi chats mm-hmm. on it. And then the rest of the half hour was, and here's all the other stuff on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Ben Vlerick kicks us off here, said, you'd think that Zane would learn from his experience with the bloodline. Why are you looking to team up with Owens? Why would you feel sorry for him in the first place? The man turned on you his first day in WWE after you finally won the NXT Championship. Yeah, he, but, they, but, they, but they have a complicated relationship. That's, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, like it's, you're right, Ben. On paper, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but it's Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. And particularly if you link that back even further, which they themselves do, though can't really do it in mm-hmm. so many words anymore. Yeah. The relationship that Owens had with Sami Zayn fan El Generico. Yeah. Because they're not the same person. They're not the same person. They can link it all together. Mm. And like they drive a lot of what they do on screen from the stuff that those two did yes. uh, in Ring of Honor. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I've but I've been... I think you're, you're right on paper, but it does work in the the big things, the big yes. stories. Uh, but Ben continues here. He said he did the same with Jericho. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is. There's a locker room full of people with a problem with the bloodline. You could pick someone else. I know their history. They're long friends, but still, it's like teaming up the Miz. He will turn on you. They always do. Sammy should know better. Anyway, I love the story and their chemistry. Can't wait for them to team up and win the tag titles. It's already and will continue to be so good that I kind of sort of ignore their history, even though I shouldn't have to. I guess... That's just wrestling. I think their history is actually a big part of it. You're yeah, not supposed to ignore it. Yeah. You're supposed to to think about that and acknowledge how that's changed their relationship because they are still friends, even despite all of this stuff. You could call it a toxic relationship if you want to, because it might be. <laughs> it might very it well might be. just be that. Uh, but like it, they they have some real issues between each other, but they they also like each other and they can't be without each other. It's like Batman and the Joker. You know but what, not. Do you know what they do? Mm. They love each other. Yeah, they do. And love's a complicated feeling. Sure is. Yeah. Uh, Dan Shewell, Usos versus Sammy and KO at Mania for the titles. You can book this match with a narrative Jay and Sammy fighting for the titles but respecting each other. Roman retains against Cody and he's mad at the Uso for losing the titles. Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam. Uh, th- this the, is oh, okay, the sorry, more. So I was going to say the more and more I think about this now, and I've you know quite a few people have mentioned this in Usi chats at this point. I really feel like that is the ending of this and i've said it a couple of times on the show as well jay versus roman it started with jay roman mm-hmm. it should probably end with jay versus roman mm-hmm. i don't think cody's winning at mania oh my god i don't See, think he is i didn't hear anything about the possibility of reigns retaining against cody until like a couple days ago <laughs> and then people were like yeah, but what if Reigns just wins at Mania? I was like, I hadn't even considered that possibility. I just, I said it on the Elimination Chamber review with Ollie. I was yeah. like, I don't think Cody's going to win. Like, oh, I can see Roman retaining. God. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I think Roman's going to retain. Uh, can you... <laughs> see, the thing is, it's totally possible yeah. that Reigns could win, right? It's totally possible that Cody could win. I don't know if you need... Because people always said that, like, you know, if we do Roman versus Rock... It's not about the titles. You don't need the titles for that match, whether they're on the line or not, or if Roman's still the champ, whatever. It's about more than that. I think a Jay versus Roman match doesn't need the titles on the line. It's about being head of the table. It's about being head of the table. Or it can just be about Jay just enacting revenge against all the crap that Roman's put him through. That's it, yeah, because like the if you are doing Jay Roman, if you are, you know, if we're gonna go with this narrative of mm-hmm. 
it's Jay Roman. That's the final chapter of this. It started with them. It's going to end with them. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see Jay Uso as world heavyweight champion? I because honestly, like, what a moment! But where'd you go from there? That's you know? what I mean. It's like it's it's great. It's a wonderful end point, mm. and him lifting up the titles. But I would be like, yeah, but where where do you go mm-hmm. next with Jay? Yeah, as a singles guy with as with champions, and then you're like, he probably wouldn't have it for very long. Yeah, and then but I think you're probably right in the money. Then well, may as well just have it as a a different stip match then yeah it's just a head of the table thing yeah and you can have roman lose against cody maybe via jey uso turning on roman reigns and you have like roman is despondent and like floundering because everything he's lost everything he loses the bloodline loses his titles he now doesn't have anything left he's having a complete breakdown over everything that he's lost jay has a match against him to finally be like all right enough's enough this is it this is for like, I I have to beat you. I couldn't beat you before, but now now I have to. And Jay wins because you can make the argument because Roman is having this massive breakdown. He's incredibly vulnerable, and Jay beats him, and then Roman goes away for a while. Yeah, actually, I, I, that I really like as well. Once Roman does lose and this storyline is over, Roman just leaves for a while yeah take him off tv he's yeah. already on a part-time contract anyway yeah. so you don't need him on tv all the time you don't need him on pay-per-views and stuff yeah yeah like roman just takes a massive break and honestly when he comes back i'd start turning him babyface yeah me too uh Meng here says fantasy booking cody loses roman the usos and solo celebrating the ring lights out Wrestling has more than one royal family. Outcome, the Gorillas <laughs> of Destiny, Tangaloa, Hikaleo, and never overweight champion Tama Tonga, and King Tonga himself. I mean, Haku. Yep, I don't see that happening. Nor do I. Uh, Valor Mabadipudi has been a member for 21 months in a row. Said KO's character is that he actually has a long-term memory, but just hearing Sammy's shaky voice through his apology and request, fantastic work. I, that goes without saying. We didn't even mention that, but it goes without saying that the promos were fantastically delivered. They really were. Uh, I don't know if uh, the Buster Groove uh, here's name is a reference to the PS1 game Buster Groove, <laughs> but I'm going to pretend it is because yeah. I will never, ever run away. Anyway, hey, guys, normally I don't like being the negative. Lots of stars there. That's six of them. Yeah. What, what word could that be? bum uh, but sammy's <laughs> loss just bums me out maybe that's why i thought of it nah. uh, if even the hardest acting years doesn't lead to champions run championship run then what does cody Rhodes? that's what does <laughs> feels a bit as if my interest went down the drain love you guys stay juicy i'll try my best um but i mean i like fans don't hate cody Rhodes. no they do not fans still really like cody Rhodes. cody Rhodes is not a bad option to beat roman yep and that's why I think I'm not as upset about the Sammy loss because I have a good I have a good option in Cody Rhodes. If Reigns retains at Mania, I might be a little mad because it's like, come on, gang, <laughs> come on, at guys. some point. <laughs> um, but I think that's why I'm I'm not as upset about Sammy losing because I still really like Cody Rhodes and he's good and he's a good option to beat Roman. It's not a bad thing. It's okay. So let me know in the chats if you remember Buster Groove on the PlayStation. 
It's a well good game. <laughs> Reform Dollar Bills said, I've been watching the whole Bloodline story again, and I love Sami Zayn, but him beating Roman just doesn't give Kevin or Jay the ending they deserve in all of this. They need Sami for that. So I'm absolutely all for the direction they're going. And to be honest, I'm all for Bloodline Mania. Have Cody versus Roman, Sami versus KO, Sami and KO versus the Usos. Get solo an opponent and etc. Things like this Bloodline story happen once in a blue moon. So honestly, I'm all for WrestleMania this year just being very Bloodline focused. Yeah, Bloodline sold out WrestleMania yeah. edition. Absolutely, like, sold, I, like NWO sold yeah, out. Yeah, I think it's uh, totally like because it's the hottest thing in the company. Mm. So yeah, probably build your show of shows around it. Build your show around Bloodline and Judgment Day. I'll be happy. Oh no, but the Judgment Day thing is going to be. Well, well, I'll get to the Judgment Day. Mm. Team Tesholz has been a member for. 18 months in a row says, Adrenaline in my soul. So Sammy won't face Cody Rhodes. Nice. He sure won't. BM Whitehouse 76 said, I might be in the minority here, but I'm starting to feel a little burnout on the bloodline being everywhere. That might be because it's the only thing that's being talked about from wrestling YouTubers, though. How much longer until it outstays its welcome? Well, when it stops being good, <laughs> we'll let you know. But currently, it's great. Well, and like, to BM Whitehouse's point, yeah, I mean, it is the 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 only thing that wrestling YouTubers are talking about, but it's also it's the only thing that wrestling fans are talking about. Yeah. Like, if you're watching the WWE product, this is what you're talking about. Because unfortunately, the company is also not presenting anything else at an equal or even a slightly below level. Mm -hmm. I said this in my editor review, Bloodline stuff feels like it's up here. Everything else just feels like it's down here. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, that is way better than this was this time last year when everything was down here and it yeah. was really rubbish. But there is still that disparity between the two. Yes. Uh, Tom Loveday has become a member. Said, it's re-new day. Yes, it is. Kevin and Sammy are going to build slowly like the eventual Ambrose Shield fist bump post-Roman's return a few years back. I like, I, I like that comparison, but I think this might be better? Question mark? Oh, I'd say so. Mark Oliver, uh, I'll say what I said in the video review today. The crowd was pretty mild for the Cody Heyman segment. I won't say they were crapping on the WrestleMania storyline yet, but they've gone to the toilet, made sure it's clean, and they have enough to pee. <laughs> now, I would say, Mark, that is not an indictment of that segment, because they were quiet for a lot of things on this show. They were, and also... It's awkward to get really invested in a segment where one person's talking to a screen. It's yeah. primarily a screen talking to them. It's just weird. It was and very obviously a pre-tape mm. thing. Heyman was not there in the on the day. Yeah. So and but yeah, like I, I think it was this was not a great crowd. Mm. With the exception of the Sammy Kevin Owen stuff, this crowd was not into much going on. And our last one here from Aoife Cassidy for now says if Jay wins the title, that seems like he's becoming the new head of the table, but IMO, his goal shouldn't be to lead the bloodline, but destroy it. I that agree. way he, Jimmy Solo, and even Roman can all be free as their own men. Hundred percent agree. Right. Well, uh, before we get into the rest of the show, uh, as I've just opened up the wrong documents, um, how have I done that twice? It's quite impressive. It honestly. is impressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into the rest of the show, thank you all so much for everyone that tuned into Worst Match Ever yesterday. It was myself, Pete, and Tempest watching Goldberg versus The Undertaker from Super Showdown 2019. We had. Quite the time watching it, because mm. it is not a good match. Oh, no, it's not. So this is a series. We are doing uh, reaction videos to the worst matches ever. And we've got a little leaderboard. I can't show too much of the leaderboard, because I can't reveal. Turn it away. <laughs> no, people can read that. Where things are being ranked at the moment. Yeah. So 
Tune in. Uh, every episode, we'll have a new one go up, and then we'll have a new thing added to the leaderboard. Mm. And here is what you can expect from the show. My name is Luke Owen, and I love bad wrestling. Join me on my journey through a cavalcade of crapness, watching what many believe to be the worst wrestling matches of all time to make my friends and you fall in love with bad wrestling too. This is my quest to find the worst match ever. It's a delightful time. I just like to point out that me falling out of my chair was 100% legitimate. <laughs> I legitimately fell out of my chair laughing. I cannot wait for that episode. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I really want that episode to come out. Anyways, we had a really great opening segment uh, at the start of the show with Sami Zayn, but never mind that shirt. <laughs> Here comes Baron Corbin, everyone. <laughs> I said, I was watching Raw in the office earlier, and I just said, uh, I was explaining the uh, Sullivan walked past my desk, and he kind of glanced over because he was watching the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens segment. Uh, and walked past, and I was explaining to him what was being said in the segment and stuff like that because I had headphones in, so we couldn't hear it. So I was explaining the segment, and, I, and we were talking about like our opinions of the segment and stuff like that. And then I just got out and I was like, Baron Corbin's just beat up Sami Zayn, <laughs> and Sullivan just went wide eyed. He's like, No, <laughs> surely not. You're lying to me. I was like, I'm watching it right now, Sullivan. This was weird. Yeah, and he called him a failure. He's the last person to have pinned Roman Reigns, which does remain a true which fact is to this still day. True, but still, stop mentioning it. And eventually, Adam Pearce uh, said, "Hey, Sam, you can go and have the match. Go and have a match if you want." Mm -hmm. And so a ref ran down, and Sammy ran down, and we had a match between Sammy Zayn and Baron Corbin that I'm not messing. Went through a commercial break. Oh goodness me, didn't it? <laughs> this match went way longer than I was. I was thought. Haluva kick, one, two, three. Hundred percent. Out the door we go. Could even have Baron Corbin be have the upper hand to start with, because he beat up Sami Zayn on the ramp kind of thing. Go like a minute with Baron Corbin on top. Sami Zayn comes back, does his comeback offense, exploder into the corner, Haluva kick, Sami Zayn wins decisively. Job done, right? Nah. <laughs> this went nah, this was a long match. <laughs> Baron Corbin was on top for most of it. <laughs> I don't even think it was that long. It's not I'm... that long, but it felt so long. It did feel long. So I don't think the um the, the, the pacing of WWE shows doesn't help this. Yeah. With the, the way that they have their ad breaks in, which I thought was a massive problem during the main mm. event, where we had huge intros, then two minutes of wrestling, mm -hmm. then five minutes of commercial. I'm yeah. like, what? No. It turns out yeah. a lot of the wrestling doesn't matter here. Yeah. Uh, but let's have a look. Sammy Zane search. Um, I've spelt Sammy, I've spelt Zane wrong because it's also corrected to Zany. <laughs> Sammy Zany. Sami Zayni, there he is, Sami Zayn, matches, that match went, nine minutes, that went nearly as long as Goldberg Undertaker, told you it was long, nine minutes, yeah, Crivens, that's long, and Corbin was on top for most of it, wow, I, I honestly, I would have said five, yeah, at the top, if you'd have, it's been a Wrestle League thing, about mm -hmm. five minutes there, yeah, and, I'll also point out as well, I just want to keep a running tally of this. Uh, there's another person that's kicked out of the deep six. Kevin Patrick. <laughs> Not many people do. I wrote, the longer this goes, the less heat it gets. Yeah. <laughs> God. Just wanted Sammy to maintain his momentum, you know, just still look like a main eventer. Easily dispatched Baron Corbin. 
Uh, anyway, so, so Sammy did win. Sammy though. won. Sammy won God. with the halluva kick. A very cool end spot as well. He whipped him into the corner and ran with him. So when the second the Corbin turned around, bang! It was actually kick. Corbin hit a clothesline on Sammy because Corbin was in control. You see, mm. he hit a clothesline on Sammy in the corner, then ran to the other corner to get momentum to do another one. Um. But as he ran, Sammy ran after him and then halluva kick in the corner. Very nice. Which which was nice. Just wanted Sammy to win a bit more dominantly, really. Nearly 10 minutes. Uh, a recap of Edge and Beth winning at Elimination Chamber, because of course they do. Edge can't lose to the Judgment Day. Uh, I'd just like to point yeah. out that they, they did lose at Extreme Rules. No, no, no. I quit, man. No, 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 no. Edge beat himself in that match. <laughs> Judgment Day weren't good enough to beat Edge. Edge only quit because Beth Phoenix was going to be attacked. Yeah. Had they just wrestled, mm -hmm. Edge would have won. Because Edge was Edge was already Edge was set up to win mm -hmm. on a few occasions, but yeah. the Judgment Day interfered. Yeah, Edge beat himself in this. <laughs> I am not counting that as a Judgment Day win. I am. <laughs> it's like the Roman Reigns Ju. So I quit are, match. Are, are you counting that uh, Seth Rollins is the last person to have beaten Roman Reigns? That's different. Because it's a DQ win. Well, he beat him at, at the Royal Rumble. So why yeah. why are we pretending then that Roman's been undefeated for for so long? Well, he's the last person to pin Roman Reigns is Baron Corbin. Oh, this is where we get into little technicalities yeah. here. Edge and, beat himself off, and also hello, and also <laughs> Xavier Woods beat Roman Reigns. That's very true. It's technically a no contest, <laughs> yeah, absolutely but it right. wasn't, was it? Standing by my claim. Uh, Byron Saxon interviewed uh, Rhea Ripley and Dum Dum. Um, they don't want to talk about Edge and Beth. They're going to move past them because mm -hmm. Rhea's the best bloody woman in WWE. And she's going to stand on Flair's crumbled queendom. They're mm. going to be on SmackDown this week. Yeah. Honestly, when you say it like that, sounds like a terrible promo. But Good. she delivered it really well. Good promo, mate. She made it all right. Good and promo. And she's going to go to SmackDown. And Dom said, oh, my dad's got a match over there. I'll join you. <laughs> nice. Crucially. My deadbeat dad. Yeah. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely stuff. So are we going to go to a, for a Ray Dom match at Mania? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think mask on the line. That would be real cool. Yeah. I'd like it a lot. If Dominic uh, unmasks Ray, that's fun. Mask versus hair match. Mask versus hair, that's fun as well. Yeah. Uh, we've got a recap of Austin Theory retaining uh, an edge challenging him for the US title from the post show. And then Charlie interviewed... Continue. Uh, Charlie interviewed Austin Theory, who... Just was here to remind us that he's facing John Cena at WrestleMania. And he said, John Cena's coming back to Raw in two weeks. I was like, is he? Yeah, it was announced on the old Twitter machine uh, prior to the show. Cool. Why didn't they announce that on the show? I did think that they didn't do this that. This is the only reference they made to it. And they said, well, John Cena's coming back in two weeks. And it was like, <laughs> since when? <laughs> yeah, old, uh, old Johnny Boy is coming back in a couple of weeks. And he's promises to be Edge in his home country tonight. Yeah. Uh, we had a match between Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali. Uh, this was basically commentary sort of about how Ali has achieved very little in WWE. It was like, hey, 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 you take the good word of retribution. You take that out of your, your filthy mouths. The hacker. He was also the SmackDown hacker. He yeah. sure was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he beat WWE champion Daniel Bryan. He sure did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That, is, that is no word of a lie. Mm. Uh, but he had an amazing reversal at the end of this match because Dolph mm. went to hit the Famouser and Ali effectively did a handstand mm -hmm. out of it to protect himself and then he crucifixed Dolph for the win and I'm very surprised that he won. So, for this bit, Ali's turning heel, right? Like, yeah. that's, that's the, the direction we're going. Yeah. Because he was acting like a massive dick like all through this. Like, Dolph Ziggler was trying to motivate him and be like, Here's what we need to do. And Musafari was just like ignoring all of his advice and just being like, Oh, you're going to tell me to take my vitamins, say my prayers? Or should I smile more? <laughs> Whatever. Like, completely like mocking him, basically. 
And I don't think this came across on TV, but Corey Graves tried to clarify on commentary after Ali won, and he was acting really shocked to me, like, oh my god, I won! Corey Graves was like, well, obviously he's being very sarcastic here. And I was like, is he? <laughs> that didn't come across. Yeah, that, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that either. Yeah. So I think what he was supposed... If that was what they were trying to do, he should have played it up more. Yeah. He should have been like overly celebrating, jumping around the ring, like, come on, guys, I won. I'm great. Like, properly, really over the top. Can you believe (gasps) I beat Dolph Ziggler? Yeah. Like, really played it up because as it came off, it looked like he was just like, I'm shocked I won. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kathy interviewed Miz and Maurice. Maurice gave Miz a present, a little gold envelope, and he's going to reveal no egg. (laughs) <laughs> but it is an envelope. <laughs> He's going to reveal what's in that envelope on Ms. TV next week. They really played this up to be something special. Can't wait to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, mate, come on. But, this is not going to be something special. Bro. I'm just saying, like Miss was saying, this is like going to make my whole career. This is so special. Oh my God, you're the greatest, blah, 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 whatever. So if it's going to be like, oh, we're going to Disney World or whatever, we got sharp. No, this is what it is, Pete. Uh, it's going to be a mixed tag match at WrestleMania. Ms. and Maurice versus a celebrity Hollywood couple. Like or, like, or do you reckon it's going to be, I've got your Miz TV segment at WrestleMania with a celebrity? Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that sounds mm. about right. Yeah. I yeah. think it is something celebrity based. They'll yes. have like a Hollywood. That segment. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. They'll get some like, I don't know, B list name. Yeah. And present it like a real big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that being yeah. the case. Um, Cody then walked backstage and came out for his promo. He is still very over everyone. Mm-hmm. The risk was worth the reward. Cody is still over. And what we got here was a Heyman promo on screen because Heyman was not there in the building, it would seem. So he did a pre-tape promo, uh, which Cody played up as a, as a real thing. And then once the promo finished, the video just stopped and Cody then cut a promo to Roman down the barrel of the lens. It was a quite an awkward segment. Awkwardly staged, yeah. But Heyman's so great. He is. And his content in this promo was so, so good. Mm. that Even with all of that, I still end up being like, good segment, that. Yeah, it was a good segment. Good segment. I'd just like to point out as well, as people that use microphones in that uh, quite often, the clip on microphone on the neck brace looked insane. I couldn't get over it. I couldn't take my eyes off it. It's like, that is so close to his mouth. How's that not peaking? Uh, as someone who once had to do the rest of talk news mm. for about a week with a neck brace on. Yeah. Uh, it's hard yeah yeah really really hard yeah um so yeah this Heyman's promo here was actually really really masterful in a way because it was very emotionally charged it was look you could win the title at wrestlemania i mean you're not going to because he's roman reigns and he's Mm -hmm. the best but but even if you did do you want to because let's think of it this way you're going to be on the road x amount of days of the year Mm -hmm. and then when you're not on the road you're going to be doing press events you're going to be doing Skype interviews. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. You're going to have no time. He's literally like counting up the number of days that he'll be working as champion. I don't think Roman's doing any of this, though, by the way. Well, Heyman said that. He was like, the reason Roman's not doing this because he's got special counsel, Paul Heyman. But you won't have Paul Heyman, exactly. which means you're going to have all this stuff to do. So good. Mm. And he made the point of, if you do that, you're not going to be at home with your wife and kid. Mm. And isn't that what happened with Dusty? Because I don't know if you know this, but Dusty Rose is his dad. Um, <laughs> I, it's that Dusty was an absentee father mm-hmm. for you because he spent most of his life on the roads. Yep. And even when he was at home, he wasn't at home. Yeah. 
and it was a very like really good emotionally charged promo mm-hmm. uh just slightly off because of the fact that Heyman wasn't in the ring with him and also i feel like it was almost like a less good version of the one we had two weeks ago mm. i agree um i also thought it was it's a bit weird where he was like, like, I'm not going to say anything as horrible as like, you know, Roman would keep your wife company because Roman's a happily married man, but I'm not. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, didn't feel like this promo needed that. It, it, well, no, but it's a Paul Heyman. It's promo. a Paul Heyman promo, but whatever. Uh, and then Cody cut a promo down uh, the camera, down the hard cam to say that uh, he's going to finish his story and beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That was what he said. I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. Mic drop. Yeah, I, I, th- I feel we needed some adrenaline in my soul for we did. this. We, there's this feud, because of the back of the hotness of Sami Zayn at Elimination Chamber, this needed like a big, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's what we need to be driving towards Mania. And it's, we will get there. Yeah. It's not like we're not. And again, like it's not like, oh, I'm going to drop the ball. I want to ruin no, the feud or anything. But it was like, I think we needed something big on this show. Yeah. And we didn't. I wonder if the big thing will happen on SmackDown. Because mm. that does seem to be the the, the standard. And uh, well, we'll definitely get some Bloodline stuff on SmackDown regardless. I think that they seem to be hyping on this show. There was a few uh, promo segments for SmackDown and it looked like we're going to be getting some Jey Uso resolution at least. Like the next chapter in that story yeah. of Jey Uso and the Bloodline, etc. Uh, we've got a recap of Asuka winning at Elimination Chamber and then she had a match with Nikki Cross. Uh, where Bianca Belair came out immediately talking about her being Miss WrestleMania, you know, mm-hmm. like main eventing and and you know uh, putting on matches of the years and all this sort of stuff because she is very much becoming Miss WrestleMania. Yeah. She's always like the standout performers there, yeah. uh, but she is a horrible actor at ringside. <laughs> there was someone who said in the worst match ever comments yesterday, I was like, guys, I'm really enjoying the show, but you guys are overacting too much. Like, there's no no one really watches wrestling this way. But legit, those are our reactions when we're watching this show. Yeah. I almost want to point them to this, be like, no, no, this is what bad acting looks like. <laughs> this is what a bad reaction to a match looks like. She was horrible at ringside. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. This was also a match that I thought went way longer than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. I thought Asuka was just going to kill her. Yep. You know? It also had zero heat. Yeah, it really didn't. This is again one of those things. But I, 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 that's, it was, uh, it's not unique to this match. No. Because I think the Ottawa crowd were pretty much quiet unless you were mm. Canadian because they were hot for Sammy and they were hot for Edge. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, but Asuka won. Uh, and then Belair got in the ring afterwards to hold up her title and point to the sign. It's all important that we point to the sign, everyone. I really like what Asuka did here. <laughs> she just... <laughs> Do what? you? Yeah, it's great. She popped a mist capsule. It was a way to show. I could have spat this in your face, but I didn't. But just so you know, I can. Is As that a... what you read from it? Yeah, totally. What else was she doing? Spitting blue goo? <laughs> she's spooky. But she's not spooky. She's not a spooky character. Pete, she's not a spooky character. All right. She's mad. Yeah. But she's not a spooky character. She literally just popped a mist but, like, capsule in her mouth to be mm-hmm. like, I could spit this in your face. Just so you know, at WrestleMania, I'm totally going to spit this in your face. If that's what they were trying to do, I think they should have done it better. I I like this. I think she should have like acted like she was going to spit. Bianca like tried to cover her face, whatever, and she was like, "Ah," you know, like well, maybe... I feel like that would have been better use of what they were trying to do. If that's what they were trying to do, or maybe I'm massively wrong, and it was just uh, maybe she, she, she's literally just like, "There's blue stuff in my mouth. You should be scared." Baloo. Baloo. Kathy Kelly interviewed Carmella, who wants to have a match with Asuka. Great. 
Then Rollins cut a promo on Logan Paul, but uh, Logan Paul's not there tonight, so he's going to take that out on The Miz. Seth was weirdly happy. Seth's always I, I know I know Seth is weird and he's annoying, always dancing he? and he laughs and all that stuff, but he seemed especially deranged on this show. Well, I think he's 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 losing his mind, and I am reaping the benefits. In terms of Logan Paul cost him the uh, the US title with his own sure. move, no less. Sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Rollins cut that promo. Then we got a recap of Brock and Bobby, and then we got MVP cutting a promo where he sets up Brock Lesnar's WrestleMania match. Amos. I don't buy it. Oh, I, mean, I don't think anyone buys this. No. <laughs> no. I think you'd have to be pretty thick yeah. to think this is what Brock Lesnar's match is. Can you believe that Corey Graves on commentary said, Oh my god! Omos versus Brock Lesnar? This could be one of the biggest matches in WrestleMania history if it happens. I think That's that, a lie! I think it has to be sarcasm, right? I do. that that feels don't like a, think so. that feels like a big knowing wink to the audience to be like guys I like it sucks though I mean we we all know it sucks but hey the biggest WrestleMania match ever am I right here yeah. I don't know but it's they're gonna have a uh, will Brock Lesnar accept a Moss's I mean it's not gonna be Brock a Moss is it no Brock Moss Brock Brock's gonna show up next week going to kill Omos give him like, an F5 no give him an F5 and be like no no thanks because we're building two Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt in yeah. a triple threat match for some reason <laughs> <laughs> well we couldn't do Wyatt versus LA Knight again I guess um then we got The Miz versus Seth Rollins. Um, pretty good action in this, because mm. of course it is. It's Seth Rollins. He's very good. Um, Miz hit Danielson's knee plus, which I thought was a nice little touch. And then Rollins hit the stomp. Crowd asked for another one, so Rollins did it again. He went to do a third one, but the referee tried to stop him. So he hit the third one, and then the referee called for the bell. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Miz happened again. Miz wins via DQ. And then it was like, winner via ref stoppage. I was like, Phew! Yeah, I remember Triple H is booking this show. That's yeah. a finish that makes sense. Yeah, can't be having Hell in a Cell 2019 again, gang. You can't have Seth arguing with a referee about what he's about to do, then do that thing, and then the match stops. Major flashbacks made me laugh because yeah. I, I totally convinced myself. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh no, they're not doing. Oh, and no, really, and yeah, the crowd on. responded like that as well. When the bell rang, they were like, uh? <laughs> and then it was like you went by ref stop. Seth Rollins went, ah, oh. but you could you could feel them going. Whew, whew. Yeah, that was close. Cool. Okay. Uh, Adam Pearce made Carmella versus Asuka official for next week, mm -hmm. and then Chelsea Green called him on the phone. She's not allowed in Canada, so Adam Pearce pretended that he was in bad reception and hung up on her. Well, she also she said on the phone that she got sent to Ottawa, Illinois, rather than Ottawa, Canada, which is which is quite funny, yeah, actually, because she's not allowed in Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah fine um i've got a theory as to where this is heading mm -hmm. all will be revealed on yep. the next episode of rest talks three counts Ooh, interesting chad and otis were hanging out backstage just flexing in the mirror being like hey i think i could do this modeling thing and then bronson reed walked up and said this is not how you prepare for a match this ain't how you prepare for a match mate and then they had a tease to share a uh, showdown between him and otis cool cool big meaty man Ding dong, hello, with damage control. Um, it's family day in Canada, apparently, so Bailey was spending time with her family. And then she, uh, unfortunately, handed the microphone to Dakota Kai to cut a promo. Yeah. I, I love King Kota. Yeah. I do. I've got all the time in the world for King Kota. I think King Kota is awesome. I love me some Dakota Kai. This was not good. This wasn't great. 
And I I don't like saying that. Yeah. But it, it wasn't, wasn't though. It wasn't, but it wasn't though, was it? But it wasn't though, was it? Yeah. It was quite I was almost begging for EO Sky to take the microphone. Yeah. Or just anyone else. When Becky came out, I was like, oh phew, at least you're here. Yeah. Not great. Um but anyway, they they've been <laughs> they've been women's tank champions for over a hundred days. Cool. <laughs> cool. I forgot they were the champions. Yeah. And out comes Becky Lynch. Becky points out they barely defended those belts she's right you she's know she's absolutely right when was the last time oh dear those belts here we go right da co i should have let it yes guys quicker to kite dakota kai no nope. i didn't type dakota kia there it's because i'm i did type dakota kia it's good <laughs> the, the sportage <laughs> on my mind while i'm trying to buy myself a new car um dakota kai matches Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Well, that's obviously the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, these are house shows. Uh, yeah, Raw. These want to tell you what's. Raw, yeah, Raw that's that's not defending bits. the belt though. Nope. Um, <clears> that's <throat> not the belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's when they won them. <laughs> what? So they haven't defended them at all? Yeah. So they won them at Crown Jewel, and they haven't defended them since on TV. Oh no, they did. They defeated uh, Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox in December. Radical. Any more since then? No, because that wasn't for the belts. And the other one's been on house shows. Sick. What a rain. In fairness, I was about to say in fairness. I was about to say Dakota Kai has been injured, but that happened at the end of January. So anyway, yeah. Dakota Kai. Was it she got rum- injured in the Rumble? It was the Rumble. She was in the Rumble. She was in the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the Rumble she got injured. Yeah. Either way, Becky Lynch came out and said they're not defending the belts for a while. And then Bailey. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, Bailey said, "You can't challenge for these belts. You've got no friends." Well, and I suddenly thought, "Am I on? Have I loaded up the wrong episode of Raw?" Yeah, because this is the segment we did mm-hmm. not four weeks ago before the cage match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd also say as well, even before that, Bailey said that you're not in line for a tag title match. Why would you get a shot? I was like, "Who else is going to challenge? <laughs> There's no one else in the division." Ronda and Shayna. No. I, it, uh, I was like, yeah, of course we know it's Lita. It's like, it's, you may as well just have the pair of them come out at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so Lita came out. And look, I love Lita. <laughs> I, lo- I, I really do. And I like Becky Lynch as well. Yeah. But it's almost like the second they got together, they became twats. Yeah. And I, got, I was like, oh, now, now everyone in this segment's a twat. Yeah. Oh. I, I just yeah they list like their accolades together and Bailey's like what, over what? Each other. yeah they talked over each other a little bit and then Bailey was saying why would you get a shot and Bailey, Becky said because we're awesome here's all the things we've done and then she was like yeah we're gonna challenge you and then Bailey was like no <laughs> why would I do that and then they're like are you scared and then she's like okay that's right. the only thing I would say I liked about this segment yeah. it was that Becky and Lita goaded Bailey into accepting the match which is how they've gotten Bailey to accept all their matches yeah. so it, it's two things one it's good because it's consistent but yeah. two it's bad because it's the same thing we've done in this entire feud yeah yeah. but either way we are getting a match next week mm-hmm. it is Becky Lynch and Lita versus Damage Control yeah. for the Women's Tag Team Championships yeah. Trish Stratus was there tonight she sure was in Canada, yep. to come out for this segment, because mm-hmm. I believe they're going to be doing a uh, uh, a six-woman tag at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Yep. Becky and the Legends versus Damage Control. Mm-hmm. But 
cha- plane, ch- the plans were changed. Yep. And Trish went home. <laughs> yep. I. Why wouldn't you bring out the Canadian hero in Canada? I don't know. Well, I, Maybe I, they had a good reason. I guess to change because this I guess because they're going to do the tag title match next week instead. Yeah. But, but like, don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Also, it feels massively harsh on Kai because she's on a crutch, and they're yeah. like, "Defend your tag belt, you prick." <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> and, uh, really, she should relinquish the belts if she's hurt, but whatever. Byron Saxon interviewed Candice uh, Luria and uh, she's <laughs> Johnny. Ah, Gar- oh, okay. We want to talk about Candice Luria. I noticed in your script <laughs> this morning, you didn't put Candice Luria. Oh, Candice Luray. No, you didn't. You put Canide Luray. <laughs> 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 Luke, it bugs me so much. I need to think of another way next C-A-N-I-D-E. week. C-A-N-I-D-E. I'm writing it on a train. <laughs> what more do you want? Our trains have got like no thing. Like with my knees are touching the seat in front of me. I've not, not a lot of arm room. I misspell words when I'm writing on the train. And Google Docs will then correct it for me when I get back <laughs> on Wi-Fi. Canide uh, I'm on a train, Pete. Give me a break. All right. Anyway. Byron Saxton interviewed Kaideen. <laughs> Kaideen? <laughs> interviewed Candid Luria, um, who said that Johnny Gargano is a little bit banged up, but he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano had bluey inspired gear at Elimination Chamber, mm. and no one noticed nope. until his gear maker said, Guys, we did a bluey reference. Yeah. And I was like, Oh! Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, now that I look. Yeah, now if I if I squint really hard, <laughs> I sort of look at it from a different angle. Yeah, I can see that it's bluey mm-hmm. inspired. Yeah, it's rubbish. Yep. Do better than that, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Have some standard. You're representing bluey here. Bluey. <laughs> you try harder, good young man. I will I will get on the phone with you, Johnny Gargano, and I will have words with you, and then we will mm-hmm. talk about our favorite episodes. Yeah, and we and we're all going to agree that it's camping. Camping is the best episode, followed by Baby Race, probably. Yep. Anyway, uh, Nikki Cross walked up, and uh, Candid Luria walked after her uh, and said, "Oi, stop stalking me! Mm. I've got a match next week, and I don't want you distracting me during that match." And Nikki Cross said, "All of my friends are are gone." Mm. And she walked away. And she's alone. Because sanity returning. Sanity return confirmed. Sanity return confirmed, everyone. Finally, I'll be proven right. <laughs> Been predicting it since the end of last year. It's like October. I'm like, yeah, Saturday will be back in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, but Saturday though, isn't it? Yeah, but probably be back soon. Yeah, but probably Sanity at the Rumble though, eh? Chad Gable took on Bronson Reed. Otis got distracted by Maxine Dupree. And then Corey said, Otis always gets distracted by snacks. Ew. Ew. Don't say that, Corey. It was such a distracting moment that the crowd missed Chad Gable hitting the chaos theory on Bronson Reed. Did they? I didn't know it was a miss it. It popped a little bit. Yeah, well, maybe it's just the, uh, it was the Ottawa crowd. But I was like, Mm. he hit the chaos theory on Bronson Reed. That's cool. Make some noise. Yeah. Like X-Part comes out, make some Some noise. noise. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Chad got distracted and he lost. I, I'm still dumbfounded. Honestly, I'm genuinely dumbfounded. Still, that Bronson Reed gets no reaction. 
Because they did such a good job with him at Elimination Chamber to make him seem like a big deal. He has really cool moves. And they pop every time he does a tsunami. The crowd are like, oh my god, that's so cool. It's like, yes, so react when he comes out. <laughs> and everyone said, oh man, Bronson Reed got so much of that Elimination Chamber. I was like, yeah. well, let's wait till Raw. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's, let's, I know. Let's, let's just wait till Raw and see, did, see what did, reaction he gets then. It's such a good job in the, the Elimination Chamber to make everyone look great. It sure it. did. It was such a good Chamber match. And I was like, okay, please let this be the start of something for someone. Please. And like, I don't know, man. Just react more. Like, Bronson Reed's awesome. He's Bronson Reed, for God's sake. He beat a Carter clean. He did beat a Carter. <laughs> so shout out to um, uh, Blackhorn and Lynx, who was just typing out the lyrics to the Bluey theme in the <laughs> chat. Which is just, Dad, Mum. Let's see the way around. But anyway, um... Theory was warming up backstage, and then Elias was in the ring with Rick Boogs taking notes backstage. And then he said, I'm going to I'm gonna have a match at WrestleMania. Who wants to come out and accept my challenge? And we got it confirmed. It's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Elias at WrestleMania. Because <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley came down here. Uh, and... <laughs> right. So Bobby killed him and then said, um, I'll put down anyone who disrespects me. I don't care if you're Brock, Bray, or whoever. Or, or yes. But... <laughs> What is it about bad Kevin Patrick commentary? So Elias said, I want to have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Who's going to come down and accept my challenge? Bobby Lashley walks down and Kevin Patrick says, do you think he's here to accept the challenge? <laughs> what are you talking about, Kev? Why Cor- Graves was like, what do you think, Kevin Patrick? What do you think he's doing here, Kev? Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Uh, Byron Saxon interviewed Edge, who said that Judgment Day were going to interfere in the main event of this uh, mat and the show because he, they're, they're behind him now. I will also say, I legitimately quite like this promo. Yeah. Edge being like, I haven't won a title in ages, and you and I both know I am running out of time to win a title. Yeah, it's good. This title will be really, it'll be really great if I could do this. And you know, like, I knew how this match was going to go. I'm not an idiot. But then was part of me. I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool if Edge did win the US title. If Edge had a big US title match at Mania. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be nice. Former US champion. Yeah. That'd be pretty rare. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, obviously not. Also, then he did beat Edge because uh, Balor interfered. Well, I say Balor interfered. Uh, Edge beat up Balor. Um, <laughs> and and then uh, Theory uh, got the win off of the back of that. Yeah. Technically, Balor kicked him, but not before Edge beat him up first. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. because Balor's rubbish. Yeah. And, and Edge is the best. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. this feud is terrible uh, and must continue, apparently. I really like this match. This match was awesome. Literally right now. This, match, this, this is actually great. really fun. So good. Can't wait for the Judgment Day interference. <laughs> was, was my note for this match. Um, also, I'd like to point out, I spoke about this in the office when I was watching the show. At what point does chanting, you still got it at a wrestler, become disrespectful? <laughs> it's Chris Jericho's least favorite chant. Like, why would you chant, you still got it at Edge? He's been back for ages. We know he's good. You're basically saying, I'm surprised that you're still good. Wow. You are old is basically what they're chanting. What are you doing? He wrestled two nights ago. Yeah. Uh, or more bad uh, bad commentary here. Uh, they said, well, you know, because his theory was on top for a lot of this match. And they were like, well, Edge has really got to come back from the hellacious match that he had at Elimination Chamber. I was like, Austin Theory was in the Elimination <laughs> Chamber. He had a way worse time than Edge having... A tag match. Yeah. I also really liked in the Seth Rollins Miz match. They were putting over. They're like, "Yeah, Seth Rollins the Elimination Chamber." I was like, "Oh yeah, he was. He's not selling any of that. I forgot about that." Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, really, really good match though. Mm, it was, it was really awesome, fun. awesome action. Um, and I, I think Edge was great. 
Mm. Theory so so good, mm. and again, like this actually woke the crowd up a little bit. Mm. Like they were they were really loud for the Sammy stuff at the start, and then sort of plateau, dip, 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 and then got really loud for this main event. And Balor ran down, Edge stopped the interference, but then a, a Balor managed to get a little kick in the face. Theory hit a town down for the win, and then Balor hit three coup de gras after the mm. match. Yeah, which you know what, Finn Balor standing tall after a main event at Raw, that's cool. Yeah, but Pete, I've seen Balor stand tall at the end of uh, a Raw main event. Do you mm. know what I've seen? That when he's attacked Edge yeah. after every single time that Edge beats them on pay per view, we mm-hmm. have an angle on the Raw after where Judgment Day attack Edge yeah. and then lay him out. And then Edge goes away for a bit. Then he comes back and sets up a match with Judgment Day that he wins. I'm f-ing sick of this, Pete. Yeah. I've really, really had enough of this now. I would really like it if Balor wins their WrestleMania match. I, well, I, it has to, right? He has to win. My only concern is that he's not. Yeah. Because he's already beaten Edge technically. But surely the whole point of this Edge Judgment Day thing was to put over someone new. You'd assume so. Because Edge has beaten all of them and he keeps beating them. Mm. And Judgment Day got over when Edge wasn't there. Mm. And Edge just keeps dragging them back down into this feud and making them not feel over or special. Yeah. Surely. Surely Balor has to win at Mania. I hope so. That'd be real cool. But I don't know. It's Edge, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was a totally fine episode of Raw. It was fine. Yeah, it was all right. You know, uh, nothing, nothing, ter- absolutely nothing terrible on the show. Nothing terrible at all. Um, I, I didn't like that Ding Dong Hello segment. No, no. Didn't think that was great. No. Nope. Um, but it set up a potential of a fun thing. Yeah. So, you know, I can't be too mad at it when it set up a, a fun thing. Um, but there was some fine stuff on the show. A couple of really good stuff. That's it. That was the show. We have got a poll up at the moment. Thank you very much to our mod mother who has got thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down as mm. to what you thought of this show. Um, but before we get into the remainder of your Usi chats, I'm going to shout out some very, very special people. Our $25 and above Patreon pledge hammers over at patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. Tomorrow is Wednesday, so you know what that means. It's the brand new Patreon podcast uh, released every single Wednesday over on the RSS feed. And it's myself and Ollie Davis reviewing No Way Out 2000, featuring the iconic Cactus Jack Triple H Hell in a Cell. Also features Taz versus the Big Boss Man. Mm. It features, apparently, according to Tempest, Chris Jericho's favorite match of all time. Wow. uh, In his match, well, one of his favorite matches, the one he had with Kurt Angle to open the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also features... Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys mm. and The Rock versus Big Show. Uh, what else was the other big match on that card? Do you know what the big moment is? Mm. It's when Farouk t- uh, really struggled to get Jeff Hardy up for the Dominator so just effed him right into the ground. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Literally, it's just like, on your head you go, you know, <laughs> on your head you go, young man. Uh, my favourite moment, though, is spoilers. Uh, when Terry turns on the Hardys. Editor Terry? Yeah, she turns on the Hardys. She travels oh. back in time and then yeah, turns yeah, yeah. on. And effectively, officially ending the Terry Hardys relationship. Mm. And she starts doing her She Devil gimmick. And as she's walking to the back, Jar goes, Wow, what a bitch. <laughs>
<laughs> Pretty good. So that's going out live tomorrow over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. And if you are one of our $25 and above Patreon Play Champions, you get your name read out here on the Wrestle podcast like these fine folk. Ross Pooper Scooper Cooper. Rue the day, Rory O'Brien Kelly. The man with the scoops, Sean. The movie Luke has never seen, Selena. He's, uh, here's why... Simon Dormer. The Pharaoh, Stephen Mazafaro. The Incredible Tarzo. Keep rolling the Rick Patch. Vincent Charloki Garcia. Vito Ventura, Pet Detective. Will Willie Big E Singleton. And finally, for this Hall of Fame class of the 21st of February 2023, Tony Jabroni. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, yeah, head on over to patreon.com forward slash rest talk for more information. Right, let's get to the rest of your oozy chats. Uh, unfortunately, there are still some issues with um, Streamlabs. Be real cool if they could sort those out. Mm, um, because be unfortunately, great. unfortunately, it means that even though you submit, it might lose your name. Uh, so if you have your chat, chat read out here, let our moderators know and they'll assign it to you. Um, this God, one- every time. I've just seen the first three words of this oozy chat. I know, right? In. Every time. Continue. First time ultra chatter. Every time. So, lost your username. I'm so sorry that uh, Streamlabs has Please let us know username. who you are. I was there last night. Crowd was super crazy for Sammy and Edge. Lost my voice chanting. Let's go, Sammy. After Edge's match, he told the crowd this might be his last time in Ottawa. Perhaps retirement after this current contract. Yeah, uh, he, Balor will retire him. Well, he's been saying as much. Like he mm. said in interviews last year that he wants to retire in Toronto. Yep. And there is a Raw show in Toronto in August. Mm. It's like, I'll probably be where it is. I'll probably be like where I have my last match mm. and I'll just retire then. His contract is up this year because he signed yeah. a three-year deal when he uh, came back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm sure Dax Harwood would be doing everything he can to get that FTR versus Edge and Christian match that he wants to do in AEW. Maybe that'll be the match in Toronto. They'll get they'll have a special one of it. WWE and AEW work together to get Christian Cage over on WWE programming. Oh, I thought you were just going to mean that he just goes across to AEW. And oh, then, yeah. And then they do a show in Toronto. And he's just like, now what I said was true from a certain <laughs> point of view. This is my final. It was my final WWE match yeah, in Toronto. there you go. This is my last ever match in mm. Toronto. Um, another unknown username. Please do let our moderators know. It said, can we all agree that Seth Rollins should actually be the next Joker? He might be the best fit since Heath. No. No. I cannot agree to that. I really like the Hollywood parody. I think it's very funny that Seth Rollins <laughs> Sorry, is the Joker. Sorry, Corbin should retire Edge. <laughs> Don't either. <laughs> uh, I think the parody is very funny. The Hollywood parody of uh, Seth Rollins is Joker. I think it fits. It's funny. Works. Would never want to see Seth Rollins be the actual Joker. No, no, I think that'd be too much for an entire movie. That would be awful. Yeah. You know what? It would work in a very silly movie. If it was a a, a Batman versus Robin type Batman movie, mm. I could see Seth Rollins as the Joker in that. Yeah. 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 As a comedy mm-hmm. thing to sell toys. Yeah. 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 Could do a big deal with Mattel. Mm. That I could see. Yeah. Uh, Luke Thomas here says, Hey Luke and Pete, I say watching Rollins win via ref stoppage due to kicking too much ass gave me uncomfortable flashbacks. Or at least he won. Uh, can't wait for Lesnar versus Amos, a potential show stealer. <laughs> Love you guys. Keep up the great work. I really hope you're being sarcastic. Otherwise, I just laughed at your very serious opinion. Uh, uh, also, the kicking too much ass is fine. If it's like a knockout, that's fine. That's a legit way to win. 
Also, unlike the kicking too much ass thing, the that kind of a running meme is because it was a DQ thing. You're DQ'd yes. for winning too much. Yes. Uh, if we, you just win for beating up your opponent too much, that's fine. I remember the first time that WWE, and this is a Triple H, you know, led thing, uh, kind of changed the narrative a little bit on that. It's when Owens won the NXT title via yeah. ref stoppage. Yeah. And, you know, he beats up Sammy and then the referee calls to the bell and everyone was like, oh, what? This is how we're ending it. And they were like, no, the winner via ref stoppage is Kevin Owens. He's your mm. new NXT champion. Yeah. And I remember Vinny on the Brian and Vinny show, Visit Verhai, was just like, that just makes sense. Like, <laughs> that is how a ref stoppage works. Like that just, he won. Yeah. The other guy couldn't stand up anymore. Yeah. So he won. So he won. <laughs> That's it. Um, another unknown username here, please do let our moderators know, said, I was at the show last night. Ottawa is a sleepy 9-5 government town, so I suppose WWE didn't feel like bringing their A-game in case the crowd didn't respond accordingly. Nice. <laughs> Charles Turner has been a member for 17 months in a row, said, Leader and Trish, because Becky will get taken out before the match, will win the titles, then face Ronda and Shayna Baszler at Mania. Huh. So next week, you're saying it's going to be Becky will get Trish. taken out, yeah. and then Trish will come out to help Leader. Leah and Trish will win, and then they'll face Ronda and Shayna at, at WrestleMania. You know, I don't necessarily hate that. No. But I don't know if I like it either. <laughs> but I think it also gives Ronda and Shayna... Because this is, I was thinking about this. Like, if it is Becky, Lita, and Trish versus Damage Control, I'm like, what do you do with Ronda and Shayna then? Apart from probably facing like Shotzi and Tegan yeah, Knox or something. Sounds about right. Here's a question, though. If you do if you do... do Leiter and Trish versus Ronda and Shayna. What'd you do with Damage Control and what'd you do with Becky? That isn't Becky versus Bailey again, please. Well, that thing would just be that way. No! <laughs> Seen that so much! Uh, Juan How Pro long have they been feuding? Because it feels like about a year. It's October at the very earliest. Um, Juan Perez has been a member for 17 months in a row. Should Before people, because there will be someone who's like, I thought you weren't long term storytelling. Mm. It's not the same thing. Not the same thing. This is a one-note story told over four or five months. Um, Juan Perez has been a member for 17 months in a row, said, Brandy, Brandy Roche should go head-to-head -head with Paul Hayden. No. No? Yeah. No, no. That gives me real flashbacks of oh, Brandy Rhodes Dan and Lam Dan Lambert. Oh, no, let's not. I'm not doing it. Not doing that again. I actually really want it. No! Oh, but you little chaos gremlin. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, but Pete, imagine it though. Live oh. in front of a WWE crowd. Brandy Rhodes cutting a promo on Paul Heyman. No. No. That sounds like magic to me. That sounds like madness <laughs> to me. Reform Dollar Bill says, hear me out. Cody loses to Roman night one. Amos squashes Brock night two. Amos challenges Roman and wins. Mania ends with Amos <laughs> standing tall. Brackets, not going to be that hard. He is tall after all. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bonesaw Buck 823 says uh, what would we have thought if Sammy was written off TV after the Rumble and then come back until Wrestlemania as a surprise partner for Owens or perhaps Sammy runs down during the main event to neutralize the bloodline just saying there were alternatives I think having the Elimination Chamber match is still an, is actually an important part to this story yeah I think so as well it was good yeah uh, the last few chats we've got here uh, Jamel Fleming uh, says completely unrelated something I miss as a long time wrestling fan the flash when the cameras go off during finishing moves keep it up loving the new content initiative and positive Pete now that WWE is good jam that jam I've been so positive on this show uh, so positive I loved everything apart from all the stuff I hated um, yeah the flashes uh, they didn't really exist anymore do no, they no not really uh, Juan Villa has been a member for 
17 months in a row, says, rumor has it Luke's going to jump ship to going in raw, but he ain't coming alone. Who will Luke show up with? Stay tuned. Love you guys. What's this, Luke? Oh, I mean, well, you're just going to be leaving? I didn't say contract tampering. Um, I, I mean, I don't Hey, look, I've just, I've had some very nice conversations mm -hmm. with uh, Steve and or Larson. I've had nice conversations with Steve as well. Yeah. Nothing to do with contracts or anything like I that. I didn't say contract he's tampering. Just, he's just a nice guy. Yeah, well, you're the one who keeps saying contract tampering, Peter. I mean, the meme from this weekend came back again that apparently I'm leaving WrestleTalk. <laughs> that came back at Elimination, Elimination Chamber Live Reaction Stream. So what if that just gets transferred to you? Oh, well, you know, hey, they're just they're nice guys. <laughs> Friendos. Um... <laughs> Dematic made it. Yeah, Dematic made it. Hey guys, just wondering when the next quiz or menu will take place as we didn't get one during Rumble weekend. Well, we said the first one was going to be around WrestleMania mm -hmm. season, so it'll be March, April time. Yes. I think it's end of March. I think it's that's about right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's if, when if, we're going to be doing if it. If Mania's beginning of April, yeah. literally April 1st and 2nd, then it'll be end of March. Um, <laughs> and oh, amazing. The Buster Groove. Ultra Chat didn't say, here's another Ultra Chat, only because Luke got the reference. I will never, ever run away. I'll be here to fight another day. I will make you realize. What a tune. That is capital T tunage right there. Um, please don't let us get a copyright strike <laughs> from your immaculate singing. <laughs> yeah, because like, the bots are going through. It's like, hang, a cra hang on a crack. Is that a that Buster Groove? <laughs> that Buster Groove? From that PlayStation <laughs> game from 1998? <laughs> I think it might be copyright strike. <laughs> Um, and lastly here from Justin Reed, who's become a member, and Vinod Kumar has become a Memberg. Right, thank you all so, so much. Um, we are going to end the poll here to find out what you all thought of this show. Thumbs in the middle, 62%. Thumbs up, 32 Thumbs down, 5 So That sounds about right. In the middle, but very much leaning upwards. Yeah, uh, which I think checks out. Yeah, but I think that is more overwhelmingly facing upwards than I would have thought. Really? Because it, well, it was such a middling shot. Well, 62% of people agreed. Yeah, which is why I thought there'd be more people giving it a thumbs in the middle. Because they're like, thumbs up is saying, no, I thought this was an excellent show. Well, I think thumbs up is like, it's a good show. Yeah. Which is somewhere in that middle bit of between mid and You're trying to say excellent. that three options is just isn't enough, Pete. That's, yes, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, really, Mr. really, you need five. All right, Mr. Meltzer, with yeah. your, your, your quarter star raise. I can't do five on a I whole piece. I know you can't. I'm not, I'm complaining about YouTube, there's not only, you. There's only a four. Tube? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thank you all so much. That was a silly joke. Oh, we've got one more. We've got one more. We've got one more. Uh, NS Ogo has been a member for 18 months in a row. So enjoyed your worst match show. Can't wait to see what's next. Tempest show is killing it too. I agree. We're recording new episodes of that tomorrow. Oh, I'm already stressing out. I'm about so it. nervous. We are recording new episodes of Survival Series tomorrow. I don't Ooh. know when. I don't know when the first episode of that goes out. I do. When is it? I uh, don't know whether I should say. Oh, I. Like I, I don't know what's what's. Oh well, because it's what's not public it, information. It's not ours to announce. I think you're yeah. saying like you're announcing a brand new date in the calendar or something. No, no, no. I'm not sure I'm in a position to announce a new date on the calendar. <laughs> Lousy smarch weather. It's not my show. I'm not going to take away from Tempest announcements. Take tweet Tempest at yeah. Tempest WT and may maybe he'll he'll answer. Thank you all so much for watching. We will see you on Thursday with the mm. AEW Dynamite review. There's a battle royal. Uh, one of those team members in that battle royal definitely can't be a revolution because they're booked for a new Japan show. So don't think they're going to win. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. I've been Luke going DAD. That has been Pete. Jam that jam.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.